Hey, 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 everyone. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, bienvenue, hi, good day, what's up? It's the I'll Try That podcast once again. I hope I've covered your vernacular for, for saying hi and, and hello and welcome. Um, today, it is a case of our hot topic as usual, pursuit of hoppiness. First off, uh, well, we'll do the hot topic in a minute, but we're going to do the pursuit of hoppiness heading down under. Uh, particularly to Byron Bay, because we are tasting, sampling, reviewing, considering Stone and Wood uh, Pacific Ale. Uh, and joining me this week are the inimitable uh, Richard Drabwell. Hello. And the effervescent Joe Druitt. Oh, I, I think I got the right end of the stick, yeah. that one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I think inimitable is better. No, I just think it's more because I can't pronounce the word. So I can say Evanescence. No, I can't, actually, but that's the band. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it's better that I did words like that instead of, uh, you know, like rating you both out of 10 and giving one of you, like, higher. (laughs) Um, I would also like to know my rating now. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what it's out of, but you get a solid four, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, good. Slight digression, uh, unplanned, we promise, uh, out of the way. Uh, Drabbers, I choose you uh, to tell us about the hop topic. So, please, um, please, please, this please. week, we're going to be looking at some, I, I would say, new technology that is kind of recently come, I suppose, a bit more publicly and well-known, and more and more people are starting to use it ah, and everything like that. Is can this you, the cotton you, gin? The what? The cotton gin. <laughs> oh, watch out for those those sabots. Sabotage facetious. <laughs> um, no, so I'm talking about. Have you guys heard of Chat GPT? This yes. is this AI. Is our, uh, AI uh, is taking uh, over the world. Yeah. So yeah, scared. Watch out, everyone. <laughs> That's all I've been hearing so, in the back in the wake of these fantastic AI tools. Yes. <laughs> so so I so I so I reset. So I've been doing a bit of reading into the AI tools, and I recently. I, I wasn't ever scared until a recent bit of information that I read that um, a group of scientists set this chat GPT, so the artificial intelligence, to program a load of code. Um, and then the artificial intelligence had to access a website that had one of those, are you a robot things on there. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, then, yeah. so that it realized it couldn't do that. So it hired, have you guys heard of them, the app TaskRabbit? Yeah. People where you can hire real people to do things. Yeah, where you can hire real people to do things. The AI went onto TaskRabbit, hired somebody on TaskRabbit to click on I am not a robot, so then it can access the website to then continue <laughs> editing the code. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that... So, hang on. Are you telling me that the bit, the, the, Robot, the, the chat GPT realised it was being asked if it was a robot and it was not capable of saying, is it really not, are they not able to go? They're not able to tell fibs. Was <laughs> it clicking a button? Yeah, it's clicking a button, yeah. So it couldn't, because you have to click a button for it and that's, and that's the motion that you do. But the, of course, chat Heavens. GPT couldn't do that. So it hired somebody to do it, which Brilliant. is, I find, absolutely mad. More to the point, Somebody did that. So there's somebody out yeah. there who is aligned with the bloody robots. 
This is... <laughs> does, the person, you... does the person who did the clicking for it, I wonder how much he got paid. Sounds like the easiest money <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. But how much How much would you... Yeah, someone came to me and said, oh, can you click this button for like £2.50? 2. I'd probably be like, all right, yeah, I'll take a, t- yeah. a second to do that. Yeah, get, anyway. Sure thing. You got any more buttons you need clicking? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> quite a good job. Any more websites yeah. you need access to? Yeah. I like that. But... Scrap all that. That just it's, it's, it's a chat BTD, chat GPT. Some very you can ask it questions, and it will basically come up with creative answers. Loads of students are using it to write essays for them. It's becoming yeah. a real problem in schools and everything like that. But can I tell you can, before you before you yeah. jump into the the actual hot topic? Because I know where you're, uh, which is yeah. brilliant. One thing to add to that is that there was a um, a guy from Stanford who created the anti chat GPT um, AI, which was able to. Um, which he basically gave to a load of professors to like run everyone's um, essays through. And if there was enough, like there's basically patterns to what chat, chat GPT can do. And once it picked up that it was like chat GPT who'd written this like thesis, then obviously they could then go and fail the students. So basically the world's like worst teacher's grasp basically yeah, <laughs> has yeah. created an anti-chat GPT. I mean, it's good. You need to have, you can't be writing a thesis, or, you know, using a, an AI tool, but at the same time, it's uh yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, he clearly brings an apple to the teacher's desk every day and got beaten up. <laughs> he's an apple, so, an apple polisher. He's an apple polisher, 100%. Um, but, so let's bring this all back round to beer. Um, so basically, breweries are now asking ChatGPT, artificial intelligence, to design beers for nice. them. So they're giving them what they want and then ChatGPT is now giving them the ingredients for them to start creating beer. Brilliant. So what, so have, just, we, what, have, we, what have they come up with? Uh, give me one minute. So who, it shows to me a lack of imagination, doesn't it? Because I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> they can so also I, kind I of... I heard like, of a really interesting, interesting concept, because we're having this conversation a lot in the marketing world, because obviously... This impacts massively, you know, if you want to write like a, a copy, if you want to write an article about, you never have to write an article anymore. You give it prompts and it will write a very, very good, better than most articles that are written by some, like the interns that end up having to write these articles for most web pages nowadays, yeah. right? So where we were basically getting to was saying, what is the, what, how do we use chat, like a chat GPT AI because basically what it does, it gives you all of the answers that are very like in front of your face. Like you should just be able to get them, right? So yeah. when we're using it for like, a, like you know, as like a thought starters, you, you, you give all the keywords, all the things. And basically at the start of like a, you know, a creative session, you give, a, you know, ChatGPT this kind of like all the thought starters, all the, the keywords. It give, pumps out all the very obvious answers. And then you know that you can discount them as things that you don't need to do. So that, that for us is how we use it in like a very kind of like actual practical setting with our clients is to say, well, look, we've put all these, this is what you asked us to do. We plugged all this into chat GPT. This is what it came out with. So we didn't go in it. So we just knew to just discount all of that because that's just so obvious that AI can figure it out, you know, so let's go for something that's different, you know, and let's do mm-hmm. this way. So what, so what, so what I liked about this, so Michigan's Atwater Brewery, uh, so it's one of Detroit's largest breweries, has rolled out an artificial intelligence IPA, 6.9 ABV, uh, offering that the brewer says it was designed by robots. So all they did was they we asked an AI to create an IPA recipe for us, and it was able to create a recipe to the scale of our brewing system. Um, and so that's what they said. So they put in what how much they could brew and what they wanted to brew. 
and basically the AI gave them the recipe to create their to create their um, artificial intelligence IPA, which I think A-I-I-P-A. is I I P A. Yeah, that's a song. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. A I I P A. And I'm just I'm just looking at a few other other ones as well. Um, and that their beers are the um, beer blends from Atwa, and it's up. It's been reviewed at three point seven three. 3.73 stars on untapped which nice. is which which is which is not bad for a beer that was created by robots someone doesn't have a taste palette you know it's not trying yeah. the beer you know it's just going here's mathematically or, or however their machine learning is just blah 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 boom there's a beer that's pretty impressive to be fair how and that's i mean it. how so, about your um your chili beer how did that get on with the uh you know it's rating on untapped three point two uh, i heard it, it was 15 they had to add more stars um, for the chili beer. <laughs> this is what I said about rating you as a four, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's but it's, it's an interesting concept, and it'll be interesting to see where where it actually goes. Because I reckon more and more breweries are going to follow along with it. Um, yeah, and I'm assuming it's as, as anything with AI, it learns. So in theory, the beer in. Th- it should only get better if it's got access to all of that information from all of the but, best but beers in the world. Can I, but I'm not. I'm a bit unclear how the AI is going to make the beer better because obviously it's not tasting the beer, so it doesn't know. Obviously, it can. Like we already have a lot of manufacturing and computer systems in the brewing process. You know, modern breweries can. You know, everything is te- is controlled by computers nowadays yeah. anyway. And that's obviously creating a huge amount of data, which is getting sifted through and getting blah, blah, blah. So how exactly do we think that AI is actually going to make beer better? Obviously, outside of the gimmicky stuff, which we're all talking about AI at the moment in this form of yeah. like, it can write you a story. It can write you a beer recipe. Well, that just makes sense because it's pulling off information that's on the internet that's available and data that you've given it. But how is it going to make things different? But surely if, if it's the way that it's the way that it's learning it is going to be able to start picking out the best bits from all breweries and then start, it's going to be a continual process. I'm not saying it's going to happen straight away, but it's going to start because it's ever learning AI, like artificial intelligence. And you want to feed back to it at some point, though, to be like, hey, chat GPT, that Mm. last beer recipe you put together is rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's going to go, blimey, I have to get my thinking cap on for the next one. I, I do think there's a, there's obviously a place for it in, in a lot of a lot of worlds. I do think there's there is it's not going to completely rule out humans because naturally it's, it's catering to humans and what it does. What it will do is just level of automation, which we don't have to have to deal with. Which we are lazy beasts when it comes to humans. We don't want to do the rep, the repetitive. We don't want to do the mundane. We don't want to do the same thing day in day out. So let's give it to a computer to do it when I just program it to tell it what to do. And then I will do the fun stuff, which is like, you know, talking about it or, you know, making a video that's waving my hands in the air, you know, on TikTok. You know, that's that's what humans like to do. (laughs) (laughs) Although saying that, have you guys been following? I know we're going all down an AI slant now. But um, have you guys been following like Midjourney? That's the AI that makes images. One of the both very, very good image like creation AIs. Are you Was this the thing about the Pope? And it, oh, the Pope with the bomber jacket. It's amazing, isn't it? And that oh, was and I journey. totally yeah. bought it. I that totally was amazing. Yeah. And was it, um, it's, it's all the ones of Trump being arrested, wasn't it, before everything going in? And there were these yeah. ones of him fighting all of the cops and all this sort of stuff. 
and everything. That's like that. as well. Yeah. yeah. And then there's and then there's the videos with the voice, the this actual voice recognition of um, Trump, Obama, and Joe Biden playing video games together. Have you seen some of those? Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> that's well worth listening to because they're just it's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that's all AI. It's all fake. It's you know, it's not it's not real. It's all cr- prompts created, and then but it's video. It's it's yeah. So I do agree that there is it's a scary world and like people not knowing what which you know what's real, what's not. But at the same time, yeah. it's like well, if you're going into looking at anything that you view as is this actually real, that's a good thing, right? Because the problem we've been over the last five years is that everyone's just assumes what they see on the internet is real and then they start re- getting angry and reacting to it and start shouting about it and I saw this thing and I didn't like it whereas actually if you go no that's probably wrong that's that's not real that's probably created by an AI go and find that out oh yeah it is okay well then I think that's just a better sense check I don't know combine the two combine the two Elon Musk and his Twitter thing says basically yeah you can prove that you're real by giving me seven dollars now we're going to get an AI who's going to go and get someone to give him $7. And then the AI is going to, this is how the world is going to end. He's going to, the, <laughs> that GPT is going to convince people he's actually a reporter at the scene of whatever's happening that isn't even happening. And oh, God, <laughs> hilarity will ensue coming this summer. Imagine, imagine um, if you turned up to an event and you'd been invited by an AI bot. You know, and you're like, I've got a job through AI. And everyone's like, AI what are you doing here? They're like, for- oh, Mr. Chat GPT told me to arrive at 9 o'clock. <laughs> There's a computer in the background sniggering. Yeah. <laughs> I did that just for lols. L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O. Awkward. That's the, that's the thing on... Um, I know, that's the South Park thing, isn't it? Um, good. We've digressed on that enough. Yeah, um, yeah. We... that's a good good content on AI. Um, let's jump and, uh, into Stone of Wood, shall we? Yes, smoothly done. So uh, I'll be honest. This has been sat in the cupboard for a long, long time. Uh, Ooh, I think cupboard, Simo and I were planning to do this for. Uh, shared actually. Shed. <laughs> Do you know what? No, it's been moved. It's been moved. It was in the shed when it was cold enough to. It hasn't been refrigerated the whole time. Uh, it has been refrigerated this afternoon. I was fairly convinced it it was out past its best. How long in the shed, drinking. may I ask, has this beer been? I can't remember. It has moved, so it was like in a cupboard in the house before, and then I think in the winter time it was in the shed. Got it. So it's been so it's been fluctuating in temperature. It doesn't taste wrong. Quite good, does it? <laughs> it has the the temperature has fluctuated. It's true. I I confess you've got me bang to rise. Are you sure? Are you, I was going to say, are you sure it's the original taste though? Now it's improved. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's that, that sounds like it, a damn indictment. Wood, listen in. This is how you're going to improve yeah. your beers. <laughs> Check this out. No, I... Uh, it might, again, it's often that thing I keep saying it about, like, what you've had before and what you've... You're tasting it in comparison to something else that makes mm. it different. I'm pretty sure when I first had one of these more than a year ago, and but what is, I just didn't taste of anything. Um, but no, it's quite nice. So this is an Australian beer uh, from Byron Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it was that Simo and I were, were getting it to go and do it as an episode. 
uh, and alas, <laughs> the, the, the time has come to actually drink it and, and give it a go. And this is a Pacific Ale, which, uh, as far as I'm aware, is not like a beer category that's particularly caught on uh, anywhere else. Um, but it is a very nice, eminently drinkable beer. Uh, and that I feel like a little bit glad that I have had another go at this and found myself to enjoy it a little bit more. Because I understand it is a really popular beer, uh, particularly down under, but also here. And that's why, uh, again, they do do a few beers. And this is, again, this is the popular one that gets... Uh, uh, that gets um, exported and, and you know distributed elsewhere. Although I'll be honest, uh, Majestic Wines stock this. I, I haven't run into it at any other point. Uh, no one else goes to me. Oh, mate, we tried a Stone and Wood, um, but there you go. Um, that's how often how these things start. Um, I, again, hasn't kicked off in the last year or so, but um, uh, the, for me, the taste seems to seems to have improved. I didn't enjoy it that much last time, but it's it's, it's pretty drinkable. You were talking about Pacific Pale Ale. I have heard of Pacific Pale Ale because Thornbridge do quite a good Pacific um, Pale Ale. Uh, It's called the Valerio, and it's a 5%. I've had that before. It was pretty tasty. I've I've not tried that. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's a bit of an unusual one. It's quite popular, obviously, in in, in Australasia. So I was looking at what's in the woods because, obviously, you know, based in Byron Bay, Bay, uh, which is near Sydney, um, established in 2008, uh, which I thought was quite funny, um, just because obviously it's like they've actually been around for quite a while. If you think of 2008 yeah, as, as a time, not, and brand, it goes to show yeah. because they've won the champion of the. They've been they won. They were awarded. Sorry, the champion large Australian brewery at the 2016 Australian International Beer Awards, and its Pacific Ale, which is the one you're having, uh, won the silver medal at the World Beer Cup um, in the English style summer ale category. So that's how apparently we're classifying Pacific Ale as an English-style summer ale. <laughs> that that I was going to say that that actually speaks. I was when when I was looking through the selection of the beers that they had, and I was looking at their design and their artwork on the cans and everything like that, and it did feel a little bit British when looking at all of their designs and all this sort of stuff. It didn't it didn't scream Australian to me, kind of all the artwork and stuff they've got on there. It did scream a little bit more British. What were you hoping for, like kangaroos on the on it or something? Pretty or much, yeah. <laughs> Just some didgeridoos. Somebody with a somebody somebody with a mullet. Um, and color yeah, scheme, color scheme is green and gold, though. By the looks of things, yeah, yeah. The... I say it's pretty Australian. If you really, if once you know it's from Australia, like okay, I can kind of see you it reckon? From Australia. Yeah. No, I don't know. Anyway. I was. Are you looking at their the, the green coat lager, the stone and wood crisp? Type so face. They... Typeface is British. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was quite interested by Stone and Wood. Obviously, we know they're from like 2008, and you know, like I would probably class them as an Australian craft brewer. And obviously, they've got mm. large enough now to be winning awards for being a large Australian brewery. Who do we reckon owns Stone and Wood? Simo. Simo. Um, yes, that's why he's <laughs> yeah. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, 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 I. We have talked be... about them before on this podcast. UK based. Oh, no, okay. I'll give you a hint. They are not UK no. based. Oh, okay. Because basically, uh... I just looked at my bottle and. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw an address. Imported and distributed by blah, blah, blah. Well, imported and distributed. There you go. It's not. Yeah, not I think that's what's by. got me. 
I was I saw Kent and I was like Shepherd Neem. Um, yeah. So no, I've got no, no idea. That will be it. Might be a Shepherd Neem that's like importing them into the UK and like distributing them around, as it says. Mm. But no, no, we're talking uh, international. Um, let's start. Okay, so there's two companies, right? If I give you the first one, you are might they, get the second one. The first one big, is an Australian company. Yeah, oh, well, okay. one of them's quite big, but it's um, it's not one of the big four. Okay, Vegemite. Yes, it's Vegemite. Vegemite owns Stoner <laughs> 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 Wood. <laughs> no, but it is a company in Australia who did actually do food as well. So Lion, the Mick Dundee Corporation, the Mick Dundee Corporation, the crocodiles. Um, so it's Lion um, is the Lion, guys who yeah. own um, own uh, Stoner Wood directly, uh, and they obviously make you know a big. They were kind of like span out of the Carlton, um, you know, Australian breweries, whatever. But mm. as we talked about, I think. I think it might have even been our, our Thornbridge episode we talked about them. Um, and Lion was purchased by another much bigger Asian oh, company. This does, this does ring a bell. Oh, yeah. oh God. Why have oh. I blanked on them? Oh. It's, not, it's not the moon people, is it? No, no, no. That's sort of China. No, we're talking... <laughs> the moon... Moon people sounds the moomans. It's the aliens. No, I, no you're, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about like mountain, cold mountain moon. No, no, yeah. um, it's not them. We are the moon men. Um, no, I don't it know. Is, no, you should have to tell us. It is Kieran. Ah, Kieran. Yeah, I remember Kieran. Kieran. Ah, okay. So they're the parent soul. company. Kieran, uh, Kieran in Japan. Um, so yes, yeah, so the Japanese brewery, the one, the, the largest Japanese brewery outside of. Um, uh, Oh my god. Japanese brewery. Who's the other one? Uh oh Sapporo oh, uh, and Asahi. Thank you. Asahi. That Thanks, was guys. It, Asahi. You, you guys were helpful. Yeah, you're welcome. We know beer. <laughs> Good. Anyway. Well so, there you go. Done. Do okay, so when we've done Australian beers before in the past, you know, we've done the classics of the VM. Uh you know the uh, no the VB. VB. Sorry. Yeah, VB, VB. thank you. Um, they are, I would say that's what I, if when you were saying drabbers that they don't feel Australian, VB very much is Australia, right? You know, yeah, and how they are and look and feel. Yeah, okay, okay. So I get where you're coming from now. Um, but yeah, Stoner Woods Craft Brewer, I think is probably where I'd put it down to a, a mass Australian craft brewer, and you're enjoying the added flavour you've given that personal touch to those beers that you've got there, <laughs> yeah. Barber. Well, it is still quite like uh, again, as I think that is is supposed to be refreshing and fruity. Mm. Um, four and a half percent, um, and it's that kind of like it's not like a real fizz. Like one, one say that it isn't heavily carbonated. It is almost like an ale sort of thing, um, but it's very nice. Um, I I kind of feel like I should be trying the other ones as well, but this is obviously it's very sessionable, and you can totally get. It would suit a warmer climate very well. Um, we actually British summertime started today because we had four hours of actual sunlight um, rather than actual warm temperatures. But um, I'd no, very I'd nice. Li- I'd like to point out I am partially sunburnt today from spending all yes. day outside. Right. Yeah. Have creamed yeah. up. I've had a real day of it. It's been... <laughs> no, you let you let you go. You keep going with it <laughs> to, to elaborate on your day. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's been a long day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I'd, I'd note, sorry about about Stone and Wood, kind of pricey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. um, and very expensive. I, I did have the slight heart attack because I saw that there was like, um, and to be fair, I was I was on their website and they've got the 
picture of it is a crate that you're getting, but there was a picture of a six pack and it said forty nine pounds. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, even for a crate, that is still yeah. bonkers. Isn't no, it? that's bonkers. That is um, absolutely bonkers for us. Dollary dues. This um, twenty four pack. I have, I've kept it up of the Pacific Ale bottles, which is one you've got. Is eighty one dollars, which is madness. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like the the that's just that's just too much for beer. Eighty one dollars for a no yeah. no that's just mad money mad money for beer. That is crazy because that's forty five pounds. So eighty one dollars yeah. Australian dollars is forty five pounds, which is madness. And like I, I don't. This is the thing. I would probably have to spend some time in Australia. And actually, this is maybe where we needed Simo's input on it. Was just like, mm. like, is this the only like crafty thing you can get in Australia? And that's why they're just they've just <laughs> got is, a monopoly on it and then charge the, whatever the... they want. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Bob. This is where I was kind of summing up: is that like, even though Stone and Wood have been around since two thousand and eight, you know, which still puts them in the craft beer category, right? They've clearly done very well. They've grown to become mm. a large brewer who have been bought out by an Australian conglomerate that's then also been bought out by a Japanese conglomerate. So they're also doing incredibly well. Now you can export them around the world. But mm. what other Australian craft brewers are there? I know we've had, don't get me wrong, we have had Jack's and Simo on, and Jack had done fantastic research with her family who are big craft brewers, um, drinkers in, in Australia, enjoyers of, of craft brews, let's put it that way. And they had a whole long list of fantastic local craft brews um, that, and breweries that you can go to. So there is a thriving craft beer scene in Australia. But I'm, we're guess, I guess what we're saying is like, well, that level when they start getting exported. And then I got, and then I went, well, to give Australia fair diligence, what is the UK's version of that outside of the traditional big beers well obviously it's brew dog right you know we claim brew dog as, as mm. like a uk export you know you've got camden town obviously but now it's owned by ab and bev which is probably close to what this stone and wood kind of relationship yeah. is you know it's a much much bigger organization like corporate organization owning uh you know a, a craft thing so that's probably the closest i can think of camden town stone and wood is probably the closest like parallel i could get in two size. two interesting things i'd say uh, i picked up when you were saying that First off, is that, yeah, fair play, but I suppose also the geography of Australia versus the geography of the UK is going to sure. lend to the yeah. fact like we get we get flipping saturated, don't we, with, yeah. with breweries because yeah. there's like 14,000 these days in, in, in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there's so many nearby and they ain't got travels as far to get one to you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even it's going to be harder for in little small micro breweries craft breweries to get their stuff to other parts of australia become really popular because there's also that 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 just haven't got the population density have they um so that's one thing the other thing that made me laugh is and i realized as you kept saying about so uh they were bought out by these guys and and um Mm -hmm. uh another bought out by uh uh, kieran um and so do we know how stone and wood started no please tell please tell me it's in a basement well, three chaps whose names I will have to refresh myself on, uh, who got into it because they all worked in the brewing industry before, and they wanted to get away from that, you know, big brewing industry type uh. thing and, uh, <laughs> and make a small, you know, independent, you know, unique beer. Um, so then they did that, <laughs> uh, you know, scene missing, and then bought out by Kirin. <laughs> They always have an exit plan. No one goes into a business and go, I really want to suck. 
I really yeah. don't want to do well. I really want to just do middle, like mm. bottom out all the time and keep mm. myself really small yeah. and never have a good time with money. Like Tread they water. always Tread end up getting forever. bigger, <laughs> get bigger, bigger, bigger. Oh, basically they just want to replace who they, they're with at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do not worry, boys. My brewing operation is going to stay very small and limited to yeah. minimal to you two. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's all right. I, I appreciate that, Travis. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very personal touch you have with your brewery. So thank you very much for that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I'm now Mo- going mostly hard because on these uh, guys. the government food and drink regulations won't allow you to subject anyone else to your beers. That's more of the point. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's um, nothing wrong with the spicy beer. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the Stone and Wood have not. Sorry, I feel like I want to go hard on these guys now. <laughs> it, it could be they're not it could be that they've not updated the website for a while uh who we are established in byron bay we're proudly local brewing and bottling fresh approachable beer <laughs> but so, their beers for the prices their beer isn't approachable well well <laughs> uh, so the story of stone and wood began in 2008 with three friends brad ross and jamie that's what i forgot before decided after many years in the brewing industry and with a passion for good beer they want to start their own thing Inspired by the idea of the village brewery, that is, a brewery that brews quality beer while giving back to the wider community, Brad Ross and Jamie founded Stone and Wood in a modest shed in Byron Bray's industrial estate and began following their vision of creating a conscious local business. Um, and maybe, I do, I, in, in truth, I haven't looked into them enough to find out if they are giving back to the community, but bought out by Kirin and village brewery seem like mutually exclusive ideas to me. Um, there we go. Lovely. That's my Reason last numbers. Anything yeah, else, Travis? Why do numbers? Nah, it's far away. Okay, so Instagram, they've got a very impressive 80,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And on True. Twitter, they have 9,500 followers. So, yeah, again, what to be expected, as we now know from these guys, as being quite a big, um, big, com- big, big company. But also at the same time, I love that. You know, I think the fact that they're getting this Australian craft beer around the world. Um, which is better aged in in a multitude of different places that Barber has. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you you don't do that unless it's quite a good quality product, right? There you go. So there I you think go. they're no, doing yeah. well. Doing really well. They've got a lot of Bam. success, and I don't think we we're not here to shoot down success. We're here to celebrate success. And Stone and Wood is a success craft brewer from Australia. There you go. Yeah. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so for me, Joe, Rich, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. Always drink responsibly. And if you or anyone else needs some help, go to drinkaware.co.uk for more information.